What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm Shelly Metling, and I've been sharing my infertility journey openly on YouTube for about a year now. With four losses ourselves and one rainbow baby on the way, I wanted a platform for you babes to share your stories. So girl, sit back, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry, because we are about to get real on the ins and outs of pregnancy loss in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. We have Dan Fairbrother on the call today. I'm really excited, you guys. So an Instagram friend of mine, her name is Melissa. She reached out. She's a listener of the podcast, and she was like, I think it would be really cool to have a man's perspective on this. And I was like, I totally agree. And then I was like, will your husband do it? And she was like, let me ask him. And he is awesome enough to go ahead and jump on here. He's probably nervous. <laughs> like, we're all, you know, just a bunch of girls that are like, let's pick your brain. But I just want to kind of throw it at you first, Dan. And just kind of have you tell your and Melissa's story from like your perspective. Excellent, excellent. I think I can do that. And okay. Thank you for thank you for having me. Oh, um, absolutely. So yeah, so from from my perspective of Melissa and I's uh, uh, story here, um, we started uh, trying when we had decided that we wanted a baby, right? Like everybody does, you have that 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 moment, and uh, it's very exciting. And you're at that point in your life where, you know, it's time. Um, so essentially we, we tried and um, we were able to get pregnant right away. Um, and things were, things were great. Things were exciting. And, and uh, you know, we were thinking of names and you, uh, I guess it's, it's a lot of similar emotions that everybody has. Okay. Um, and so things are progressing. We're going to doctor's appointments. Um, things are looking good. Um, and then of course there's the, uh, the visit where you go to hear the heartbeat, um, and there's a heartbeat and everything's going well. Um, and then, you know, fast forward a few more weeks and it's a follow-up visit and there's, there's not a heartbeat. So, um, the, the moment that I you know, that the, that the, uh, the nurse notifies you that she can't find a heartbeat. Um, at first you kind of want to think, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe you need some more of the, the cold gel and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you need to move the wand around a little more or, you know, you, you start, I don't want to say questioning their abilities, but you know, it crosses your mind. Um, and so then, I guess more or less uh, that was our, our first um, miscarriage. Uh, we've had three total. Um, and I, coming from from me or from my point of view, um, none of which um, have been, uh, I hate to use the word easy, um, but they've been... Um, um, we've learned a lot more, I would say, um, from research and, and, um, talking to other people. And one thing that I know I learned is, uh, I was surprised on how many people in my day-to-day life, whether it be coworkers or family or, 
or, um, you know, people that I, I've met in general um, who have actually experienced the same, okay, um, yeah. or, or something very similar. And that, to me, um, was, you know, reassuring in a sense. Um, very, very nice to talk to other people and experience something that you feel like a bond with them. I mean, I'm yeah. sure much, much like what you ladies have here with your program, uh, it, it's, it's very, it's very filling. It's, it's, you know, it's very, uh, you, you get the camaraderie of it, I guess. Absolutely. It's hard to, <laughs> I mean, you can't really relate unless you've been through it. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just nice to, not that you want anybody to go through this, you know what I mean? Like you don't want Absolutely. anybody to go through it, but there is, there's some sort of like peace in knowing that you're not alone too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, is that very similar from a man's perspective? Yes. Yeah, so it sounds like, so I, I have some close friends and, um, I'm, I'm not one of those people that talk a lot about my emotions, you know, and, it, and it, by no means, I don't feel like it's like a man thing. Um, I just, I'm, I feel like that's my type of personality or that's just who I am. And, but I do have a select few, uh, male friends that, um, you know, we've all kind of shared where we're at in our life and, you know, what's happening and, and, uh, just in general, whether it be the good, the bad or the ugly, however you want to word it. Um, and so expressing that to them, um, they've been very understanding and, you know, but I can almost see it in their face or in their expressions, like, um, uh, they're not sure how to react because, um, out of the, the three of them, neither or none of the three have experienced this firsthand. So, um, I almost feel like, you know, it, it's kind of, it's a, it's a way to open it up to them as well. And maybe this might, um, help them if this is a situation that they become in themselves, or maybe they have an immediate family member or something and they have a little bit of experience with it Yeah, and, and are able to, and are able to, you know, um, kind of adjust a little quicker, maybe. Yeah. And support. I think that that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a couple questions for you. I reached out on my Instagram story and I was like, ladies, we have a man jumping on the podcast. What do you want to ask him? So I have all of these written down Okay, and perfect. I hope you are okay with me asking you some. And if you're like, uh, I don't want to answer that. Just let me know. But yeah, yeah. none of them are too horrible. So. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I'm pretty thick skinned. Awesome. Okay. So we'll start with the first one. And that's just how, how did you feel when your wife miscarried? Like when you guys did hear that, that news that there's no heartbeat, like what were your emotions? Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's, it's so my first feeling is, um, that I do recall and I can remember feeling like, uh, um, almost like when, when you were a child and you were scolded, um, I felt that, that kind of a feeling at first, like, you know, like I had done something wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that's the feeling I get at first, but then instantly I, I went into, um, I don't know, like a, like a protective mindset and then started thinking, okay, so how do I protect my wife from this? How do I protect Melissa? How do I, you know, shelter her from all of this? Um, yeah. And, and you know what I mean? That, that's just my, my natural instinct to protect her. Okay. Um, and so then, you know, so in my mind, um, 
by trade, I'm a salesman. So in my mind, I'm trying to think of a way to sell this, to pitch this to her, to protect her from the pain. Okay. Um, both, yeah. phys- both physical and mental at this point. And I, I remember all this just kind of whirling through my head and, 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 and the look of, uh, you know, heartbreak on her face and, and, and the, you know, the, the, the nurse and, and just everybody in, in this little dimly lit room. Okay. That, um, I can almost smell it right now. Uh, so that was, I would say that's how at first I, I was reacting and then, um, you know, as it settled in, you know, a little bit further on, you know, let's say days later, um, I was starting to, I would say, let my guard down a little um, and, and trying to grieve with Melissa um, in my own way and be completely accepting of her way and kind of, you know, going between the two, but also trying to maintain my, my work life and you know what I mean yeah outside of home and and you know kind of put on that facade at work really that um nothing's wrong outside of work and you know life is grand and the sun's shining and birds are chirping so um had to continue on with that so that was a little little rough okay yeah um but uh you know definitely definitely a, a feeling of um of uh uh I don't know how to exactly describe it, but it was just like, I felt like I couldn't quite control the situation and I didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally, I totally get that. Um, How did Melissa kind of like react to your grieving process? Like, did you guys grieve differently? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, again, like I said earlier, I'm kind of a, kind of a stick to myself, my emotions, my, my thoughts. Um, and so Melissa, um, an amazing woman. Okay. Of course she is. She's my wife. Right. Uh, but no, just an amazing woman. And, and I can remember her and I talking and her asking me questions and her being concerned of, of me, you know, saying, how, how are you feeling? What are your thoughts on this? How do you want to proceed? You know, what is your, um, so she was very understanding and very, you know, uh, forthcoming and trying to get my, my, or gauge my feelings on the matter. Um, and so I, 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 um, I guess really we, you know, she is more of a open about it and, and kind of expressive and just, you know, she needed her time to cry and she needed her time to, to mourn and she needed her time to just, just be, be human and be, you know, in, in that, that moment and, and ride the wave of emotion, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and myself, I kind of, I, I, I feel like I kind of shut it all out for for a while and just kind of buried my head in work and in, and then in, you know, in, in home life, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. little projects, little projects around the house or maybe yeah. spend, spending a little extra time with the dogs or, um, and then, so I do remember one day, um, thinking I had it all figured out how I was going to quote unquote fix this. And I went to the, um, uh, local, uh, tractor supply store. Okay. So it's like a farm and feed store. And I went in and I saw all these adorable little chicks, right? Little chickens, baby Mm -hmm. chickens. And I thought to myself, I was like, this is it. Um, She needs something to nurture. She needs something to mother. She needs. So I went ahead and I bought everything I could find for these chicks. I bought eight of them um, and brought them home as kind of like a surprise, you know what I mean? And I'm like, here's a box full of like all these little peeping, adorable little chicks. And, um, 
when when I finally got home and and handed them yeah handed them off to her, um, I had this this pang of regret for doing that. Um, and what I mean by that, it was it was like uh, this feeling like this isn't going to do it. This isn't the right way to do this. Okay, um, but I was I was right and I was wrong. But I think these little birds, okay, these little chicks, um, which are now our chickens, right? Uh, we uh, we were able to kind of, I don't want to say use them, but I would say utilize them in, in grieving. And, and it gave us something to nurture. It gave us something to care for. Um, and it gave us an outlet to to be okay with the situation. Yeah. Um, to, to, to feel okay again you know yeah. to feel all right about it um i think that's adorable i think that's so cute that you even like thought of that as you were out shopping oh yeah like, so you know, that's that's my my you. my salesman uh, attitude <laughs> you know i was just like how do i how do i how do i fix this you know i think that's a really common like at least for my husband too i think it was like it's more so how can I fix this? How can I like control this? Or like, I need to protect you. So I'm going to be strong. You know what I mean? And it's like, I was so emotional and it's like, in a way I was kind of like, why aren't you feeling this way too? Did Melissa Hmm. ever express that? Uh, Yeah. Well, she, she was telling me, she's like, I'm a little worried about you because you're not, uh, you're, you're not crying. You're not, um, you're not angry. You're not sad. You're not, and I said, oh, trust me, there's, you know, because I have a approximately 45-minute commute to work one way. And I said, there's many emotions that people driving down the interstate or driving down the road with me, they look over and they're like, <laughs> right, they're looking over and they're like, is that dude crying or is that dude freaking out? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure. they. And I see, I leave the same day, the same time, you know, so I ride with the same people for the most part. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so there was, there's a lot of people that could tell you all my, my gauntlets of emotion, <laughs> you know, watched it all yeah yeah absolutely oh my goodness okay so next question I feel like you answered that very like that was perfect Um, I hope so I feel like a lot of us women are like that's that makes sense (laughs) Um, okay so how how did it feel to like after your first miscarriage because I know you guys have had three how did it feel to continue to try like after that Okay. So after the first one, it was like, you know what, this isn't stopping us. This isn't, this isn't, uh, you know, we're determined. Okay. Um, we're, we're running and gunning. We're ready. We're going to do this. This is not going to stop us. So, um, we wait the, the allotted time, if you will. I remember listening to the, uh, we went to, we went through midwives. Okay. Um, there's a place here in Maine, in Portland, Maine called, uh, I think it's like back cove midwives, if I remember correctly. Um, super nice people, very, very supportive. Um, and so they gave us a timeline, you know, wait, um, I want to say it was a certain amount of time after you have your first period after mm-hmm. miscarriage and, and then you can try again once you feel ready. So, um, fast forward, we try again, we think, okay, you know, no problem. Um, everything's great. Uh, and so we go ahead, um, she gets pregnant again. Um, and so, but this time, you know, you, you're a little more leery, um, you know, you, you don't want to touch the electric fence, you know what I mean? But, but you still want, you don't want to miss any part of it. Um, and you want to be excited about every part of it because this could be 
you know, the, the, the successful pregnancy that you're hoping it is and you, you know, and, it, and it's going to go and it's going to be great. And, you know, I, I, I can remember one day thinking in my head, like, I don't want to have to tell my son, my daughter, um, when they're, you know, nine, 10 years old that, you know, I didn't take your mom's pregnancy with you so serious because, you know, da, 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 da. So, um, that was going through my mind. I do remember that. Um, and, uh, so yeah, no, I would say the second one, uh, second, we were, we were excited, you know, we we thought this is, this is going to be it. No worries, you know? Um, yeah. and I remember like, uh, little things like, um, cooking breakfast in the morning, you know, I would make sure that like, if I, uh, if I was going to make a pound of turkey bacon kind of deal, I made sure Melissa had, you know, six or seven pieces and I would have three, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, oh, you're, you're feeding the baby. You know what I mean? And I would say that to her about everything and anything. It didn't, you know, essentially it didn't matter. And then, you know, she would get a craving and I'd be like, well, let's do this. You know, what do, what do you yeah. want? What do you need? What do you got? You know? And, and did you, you know, did you eat enough greens today? Did you, you know, and she's very, um, health conscious in that sense. Um, even before we even decide to try to have a baby. So, um, she's got that going for her for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think that, I think it's very, what you explained is a very normal feeling of like, you know, like I want, I want to take this all in, but I'm also putting my guard up a little bit. And it's like mm-hmm. finding that balance between the two after you've gone through a pregnancy loss. It's tough. Um, that ca- this next question kind of kind of goes with that a little a little personal. That's all right. <laughs> do do guys hate the whole timed intercourse thing? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm a very competitive person. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so uh, some may, some may not. I mean, I myself. I look at it as a challenge, okay? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's silly as that game sounds, on. So. Thank you, exactly, right? Like, game on. And you can you can ask Melissa and she'll tell you the same thing. I mean, I just, um, I have a hard time not competing in, in day-to-day things, and it doesn't really matter what it is. So um, why not bring that into this process, okay? Oh, um, I like that. That's so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I guess I would say I, w- I didn't hate it by any means. You're cool um, with it. I, I was cool with it, and you know what I mean? If, if this this is what's recommended then this is what is gotta <laughs> gotta be done you know to to the to the exacts of it <laughs> oh too funny okay um let's see did you yourself do any research after going through miscarriage yes so and again it's kind of a, a tricky thing because um the internet is a scary place uh when you when you um, you know, when you start doing some research here and there, um, you'll, you'll find differing opinions and that's when you start wondering like, okay, so are we doing this wrong? Do we have a, a, a chromosomal issue? Do we have, uh, um, am, am I not, you know, healthy enough myself? Um, you know, is there, um, something wrong with our home? Do we have a, uh, a mold issue do we have so i i did do some research yes um and at first i'm not gonna lie it started to like kind of freak me out in the sense like i'm like oh my god there's so much stuff that could be oh, a yeah. factor Dr. so much Dizzle. stuff that could be a factor yes exactly mm-hmm. um so then <clears throat> after doing a little bit of my own research um kind of bouncing things around in my head um 
it's funny because sometimes I get in my head and, and Melissa can always tell. Um, that's partly the reason why I married her because she she's the one of the first people ever to look at me and say, hey, why don't you get out of your head? You know, you've been in there long enough. Let's let's, <laughs> you know, get back to life here. You know, I'm standing here kind of deal. Um, so when she noticed me starting to kind of do this more and more a little bit. Um, and I don't eat, I, I swear, I don't even notice I'm doing it. It's something as simple as like, I'll be cooking dinner or maybe I'm brushing my teeth or maybe I'm, I don't know, washing the dishes or something. And it's just like, I'm just not saying anything to anybody. And I'm just kind of staring off blankly in my mind, all kinds is going on. But, um, yeah. so, so she kind of picked up on this and then was kind of, uh, you know, probing me in that sense and asking different questions. And, uh, I was like, well, um, I would love to know more. And that's when, um, you know, she's a very, uh, I think she's a teacher by nature. So she, she's just kind of feeding me like these little snippets and little updates and little things. And so then I kind of relied on her and figured, okay, so if, if, you know, this is research that she's doing, uh, she's a very smart woman and I trust her and all of this, um, then I can go by what she's done for research. Not that I didn't think that I could find the answers or, or whatnot, but I feel like her method of doing the research, um, applies to her and she's obviously a huge integral part of this. So I figured her research and her answers that she was comfortable with made a lot more sense than some of the stuff I was panicking about. Yeah. So, I used her as my, my dictionary or, or, you know, for lack of better terms. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you learned more about the female body than you ever thought you would? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, we all go through that awkward health class in what, like sixth grade or something like <laughs> yeah. that. And it's like, this is this and this is that. And then everybody's like, ew, you know, or whatever. And then they make you watch this, <laughs> like, mentally scarring video of a woman giving birth. And, you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> I can remember a comedian's line saying, it looks like a wet St. Bernard coming in through the doggy door. <laughs> I'll never forget that, right? Okay. <laughs> so um, I do remember that line. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I've learned <laughs> I've learned a lot about um, more of the, the, the natural approach, okay, with, uh, with midwives and, and holistics and um, just little things like, you know, you got to make sure you get enough sunshine and you got to make sure you get enough... Uh, uh, different vitamins and you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, a, and it's amazing. Like the things that you would think like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing that. No problem. I've already got that. You know, I drink enough water a day and I do this and I eat remotely healthy or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're like, Oh wait, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Judging by this little chart or graph or, you know, just this, this paragraph, I'm, I'm way off here. You know what I mean? Like how do I even function? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I would say I've, I've definitely learned a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we have a little quiz for you. And a quiz. I do not judge you if you don't know these, and I do not judge you if you do, okay? Okay, right. fair enough. So this is the a couple of the TTC acronyms. So TTC is trying to conceive. So us, okay. women, us women who are out there trying to conceive, we know a lot of these acronyms based off of Dr. Google and all the forums out there. So I'm going to see if you know some of them. Right, right um, so I'm going to say them, and then just, if you know it, Shout it out, whatever. Okay, BFP. BFP. Oh, I don't know this one. I'll have to admit that it. one's B- a, a 
big fat positive. <laughs> oh, okay, right on. That makes sense. That big makes fat sense. positive okay. pregnancy test. I like it. Um, I like it. So obviously, a BFN is the big fat no. no big fat negative. negative. <laughs> big fat negative. Big fat negative. Yes. Yes. All right. Do you know I gotta write B- these down. Do no. you know what BD is? Ah. <laughs> uh, I I'm I'm totally gonna flunk all these. Uh, BD BD BD. I do not. It's baby dancing. Oh, excellent! Ba- basically, sex. Baby dancing. Baby dancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I'm gonna keep that one in my back pocket. Uh, DPO. DPO. Uh, I don't know this one either. DPO. Days days past ovulation. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Yep, and then FMU. Oh, FMU, FMU. Uh, I don't know that one either. First, first morning urine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is right. weird because you typically use that when you're taking a pregnancy test. But right, absolutely. There are so many acronyms. I'm telling you, so Melissa will have to listen to this and let yeah, you know she, if she knows them. <laughs> she's she's been pretty sweet about it and just told me rather than using acronyms on me. That's yeah. okay. I, hey, I mean, by all means, I like. Oh, it. I've totally. I'm like guilty it. of using acronyms, and my husband's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, right. oh, "Never mind, man. Never mind." Yeah, scratch um, that. All right, so let's. I kind of just want to end this with um, just a few like tips that you may have. So, like, do you have any tips for another husband out there who is going through kind of something similar? Yeah. So, I guess my my tip would be um, ask questions. Okay, make sure that you you truly understand what's happening. Okay, um, you know when when. Uh, people use acronyms. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> when, uh, when, when you're in the doctor's office, okay, they, they, depending on whether you're at like a regular doctor's office or whether you're at, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, more of a holistic or, you know what I mean? Uh, that kind of doctor's office, they, they'll use different, uh, terminology and they'll use different ways of explaining things to you. And, by all means, if you don't understand what's going on, ask the question. Nobody's going to look at you and be like, wow, this guy's an idiot. Um, ask the question um, yeah. and, and, and educate yourself. Uh, and I feel like that way there, you understand the process front to back or back to front and you know what's going on, uh, or at least that brought comfort to myself. So I wasn't just kind of blankly sitting there being like, okay, I know that we are you know not gonna have a baby um but what now okay so like i i didn't know what to do at that exact moment like do do we have a procedure done do we you know what i mean what are what are our options you know does does she not eat for two days does she you know what i mean like all these things are kind of bouncing around in my head so um it was easier to just ask the questions um so yeah i would say ask questions um, I think that's a really good tip. That's something my husband didn't do very well. He kind of depended <laughs> on me to know these answers. And I'm like, well, if you thought about that, you should have asked because I didn't think about it. And now I am thinking about it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Exactly. And, and that that's another perfect example is he may have thought of something you did not or maybe yeah. you didn't get enough information about it. So, yeah, um, I guess the other thing, too, that I would do is make sure that and, and Melissa and I have definitely done this is make sure that you're 
your partner knows that you were in this with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I don't necessarily mean like they don't think you care, but you know, you are a big part of this just the same as they are. So um, if you have an opinion on something, I mean, presented in a, in a, in a human fashion in a nice way, but um, let them know your feelings, let them know how, how things affect you and don't affect you. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, like with Melissa and I, it was like, okay, so now what do we do when, you know, when you're hung up in bed for a few days, what do we tell people? You know what I mean? What yeah. do I tell people? Do I tell people the truth? Do I kind of bend the truth a little bit? Do we, you know, so definitely um, let your, your partner know that, you know, this, this is how I feel about whatever the said situation is. Um, yeah. And you, you can't tell somebody enough that you, you love them and you're there for them. Um, and it, that's easier for some people. Some people are more affectionate. Some people aren't. Um, I'm not super affectionate, but I do remember feeling, you know, when, when Melissa was going through it and, and looking at her and just being like, you know, I love you very much. I love you more than you'll ever know. Um, we're going to make it through this. Um, at first I thought I was saying it to her, you know what I mean? With the, I love you. That was definite. But then, then, you know, we were going to make it through this and we're going to persevere and, and, and things are going to be right. Um, was more for myself even, I think, you know, looking at the situation and and just hearing myself say it out loud. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you could think it a million times in your head, but saying it out loud was just like, okay, I've said it. And, and, it is, you know, or, or this is, this is how we're going to do this. So yeah, I would definitely, a, no, go ahead. That's a great tip because I feel like this, this is a 50, 50 thing, right? But it can feel very one-sided. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's easy to kind of feel, I don't want to say left out, but kind of like minimal in the situation as a, as a man, um, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not your body that this is happening to. It's not your your hormones it's not your you know it's not your direct okay but it is the woman that you you love very very much i mean i would hope so if in the case that you've you know attempted to have a child with a woman (laughs) um that Mm -hmm. that you know it's a very uh you know stellar kind of love if you will not sound too hippie-ish but you know what i mean like it's a it's a strong bond okay and yeah don't be afraid to to say it a million and one times and, you know, and just 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 grab them and say, hey, you know, I'm here. I know this this situation isn't ideal, but, you know, we still have each other and we still love each other. And it's 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 going to be what it's going to be. But we're going to be here together. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely let that out. Um, I think one other thing that I would suggest is is maybe find something that allows you or helps you to be at peace with the situation with yourself. So let's forget everybody else in the room, right? So to speak, um, you need to find something. And, and my, myself, um, I just like to fixate on something, right? Um, so for instance, I, I have a motorcycle. I, I ride my motorcycle. Um, that to me is my, my fix all emotionally. All right. Um, and the hard part is, you know, here we are in Maine and it's winter. So my motorcycle's in storage and, uh, I haven't had my motorcycle in a while to ride. So, um, but so you, you got to try to find other things, but definitely find something that to give yourself some time and it's okay 
to, to look at your wife or your, your significant other and say, Hey, I, I need a little bit of time for myself or to myself to kind of absorb all this and, and process it, you know, in a healthy way, definitely mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Um, you know, that way there, I think, I feel like that would pre- uh, or prevent like uh, maybe resentment towards your partner yeah. or, you know what I mean? Because, um, you, you just need to process and, and, I'm not saying move on. I don't want to use that word or those words, but you definitely need to process the situation and understand it a little better. Yeah, absolutely. And then one last thing, if you had like one tip for, you know, a wife to her husband, like kind of how to kind of, kind of how to express her feelings to him, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Cause yeah. I think that that's kind of a hard thing to do just because women and men tend to grieve a little bit differently in this situation. Uh, what would that tip be? Or just kind of any tip in general for a wife when she's like, you know, chatting with her husband about this topic or right, right. even helping him grieve. Yeah. Um, I would say that what worked for me with Melissa is she didn't, uh, she didn't so much as I said before, like she didn't um, make it all about her and she was very aware of myself and kind of looking at me and, you know, asking the question, like, are you okay with this? Or do you, do you want to talk about this? Do you, you know, are you, you know, just showing that you care um, makes a big difference, right? Or makes a, it's, it's a big deal. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I would think that if you can, if you can just simply, Again, I would say just ask questions and, and, and find find time. You know, there, there's a lot of time where, um, or at least for me in my mind, I was like, wow, this is going to be an awkward conversation between us, but I feel like we need to have it, you know, um, and in my mind. And then I remember after talking about it, you know, and asking the question or, or talking with her or her asking me a question, I'm sure there was moments where she was like, geez, I don't know if I want to ask this, uh, this question. Um we were both like, wow, you know, that was, that was easy. Or that was, you know, that was, I don't want to say silly or insignificant, but it was easy, you know? Yeah. Um, so definitely don't be afraid to, to ask a question um, and ask it in the way that you know is going to be the way that reaches your, you know, your significant other. Don't, um, I wouldn't try to do a textbook question, you know, don't try to read it Mm -hmm. off of a, off of a website verbatim, you know, ask in a way that, you know, because I'm I'm assuming that you would know your, your, your spouse, um, in a, in a, in a pretty deep way. And, um, you know, just, just ask, just ask, (laughs) just talk. Yeah. Yep. Communication. Um, that's right. That's right. And communication is key in life in general. So yeah. if you can, if you can master the communication, um, and, and just keep that line open, um, you know, it doesn't matter where you are or what's going on in the world. Even if, even if you're months past it or a year past it, um, or, you know, for instance, like us, even if you're on going on three and, and, uh, still, you know, I'm still madly in love with Melissa and, and she's still madly in love with me. So we're spoiled in that sense. And, uh, but you know, just, just ask, ask the question, yeah. you know, talk about things yeah. and, you know, you're in it together and, and, and you're, you're doing something major here. So definitely, mm-hmm. definitely ask. Awesome. Well, Dan, thank you so much for jumping on and um, being vulnerable and just kind of, you know, opening up a little bit. And 
um, ladies out there listening, this would be a good episode to maybe even listen with your husband just to get another perspective of it, another side of it. Um, and yeah, just thank you so much, Dan. And make sure you say hi to Melissa for me. I will. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Take myself, take my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.